Are there things in life that scare you a little? But excite you a lot? Are you chasing those things? Are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is the Winging and Rise Up Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Wing It, Rise Up. I have an amazing guest with me here today, Jessica Dennehy. She is an amazing person, amazing mother of two girls. She's so consistent in her work and such an inspiration to me. Her business is Pivot and Slay, and she is the host of the Day Slayer podcast, and she's absolutely slaying. Welcome, Jessica. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for thinking of me and for that beautiful intro. Of course. So I want you to take some time right now and tell everyone more about all the things that you do in, um, in your world in New York and just let everyone know what's going on. All right. I, it's hard to put into a succinct, you know, phrase, but what I love doing is inspiring entrepreneurs to get out of the hustle and really own their company and become the CEOs of their life and their business what I find is like a lot of people, they say they want freedom. So they go out into entrepreneurship and what they end up doing is just swapping one job for another. And they work and they slave away in their company instead of really scaling up into the CEO role and being the visionary leader that they're meant to be. So I speak on stages a lot to try to inspire entrepreneurs to let go of those tasks at the ground level. And, you know, step into their power. I do coaching and consulting work with small business owners to help them do the same thing. Um, I've written a book. Uh, I've written two, actually. I don't know why I just said one. I have two books, two daughters. I like the number two, clearly, um, and two businesses. See, so I just keep going and going. Uh, I started entrepreneurship by owning barbershops, luxury barbershops, which is kind of unusual for a woman. And I like to be unusual and I like to kind of break all those glass ceilings. So um, that is all of the amazing things that I do. And I'm so excited to share them with your audience today. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And I love that. I love the go your own way kind of thing. We don't have to fit into what society or friends or family put us into those little boxes and go and do what you're meant to do. And I love all of your messaging and all of your inspirational work. It's so true. I think people do get into like that hustle mode and then they don't get into that freedom and that enjoyment of life that is out there for them because they can't let go of all that control. So I think that's great work that you're doing. Thank you so much. I enjoy it. It's really, you know, The thing I think when you're speaking to people and if anyone out there is like me and loves to be on stage, I just love talking to people. And I think it's really important to speak about things that you're really passionate about because then your energy just flows so naturally into it. And so I love talking about freedom. I really think it's something that so many people are missing from their lives And, you know, they just need to know, like at the end of your life, you want to have a laundry list of experiences with people that you love, because otherwise all that hustle is not worth anything. Right. I feel that big time. I talk a lot about freedom on here. I mean, you know, which can mean so many things, but like you want to feel 
you know, like a free bird, you know, my whole thing's about like wing it rise up. It's all about, you know, doing what lights you up and doing the things that inspire you. Because I feel like that's where I feel most free is when I'm inspiring others with my message, because I feel like myself versus trying to be someone else. And that's not very free. (laughs) I I think it's it's a good point because I think when most people talk about freedom in the business world, they talk about time freedom, Mm -hmm. which obviously, yes, I want to be on vacation and have time with my family and I want to make my own schedule and all those things are important. They also focus on um, freedom, uh, financial freedom. So like limitless income potential, which is also important. But to me, the thing that drove me to entrepreneurship and then still keeps me going now is the freedom to just be unapologetically who I am every single moment of the day and everything that I do. And I can stop compartmentalizing myself to be, oh, I have to be corporate Jessica. Now I get to be mom, Jessica. And now I get to like, blah, blah, blah. Right. And even in in my business, I was very um, shy to at first just be who I am because I'm in a man's business with men clients and male staff. And so I, I kind of hung on to that imposter syndrome where I was like, I don't know if I could be me. I don't know if I could be me. And I was inside my business. That's mine, you know? So I think the most important thing people need to hear is like freedom is really the ability to be you in, in all regards at all times. And you can only do that if you have your own business. There's no way to do that really inside someone else's vortex. Yep. I love that. That's such a beautiful message for my listeners. And, um, you know, just for myself to always rehear, because I think, you know, we all get kind of caught up in, um, you know, all the things going on, but whenever, you know, and especially being a mother, whenever I am being my true self, That is when they see mom at her happiest, at her best. And then we're sending them the message that it's important to step into who you are and, you know, give life to that. And I just think um, it's one of the best things we can give our children is showing them how to be truly happy in our work and at home with, you know, at, you know, when you're being in your mom role and when you're working and when you're on vacation and, you know, all of the things. And so that's, that's beautiful. But one of the things I really want to drive home to the listeners, I got to listen to Jessica speak in Dallas in April and, um, her story was, it just was like, that needs to be on the podcast because that is the message right there. She is going to tell you guys it right now, but I, um, I was just, you know, that for me was everything, her talking about how she was feeling that tug and she couldn't understand why she was being pulled in that direction. And how am I going to make this happen? And she did it anyways. And so Jessica, will you please tell our listeners that amazing story of how you, you know, packed your bags and went on your way? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the hardest things to do in life is parent because especially as a mom, I think my, my role in life completely changed when I had my girls and it's hard to get selfish as a parent. Um, you kind of think to yourself like, man, if I do this, that it's taking time away from them and it's taking opportunity away from them. And you start to make decisions based on how it will affect everybody and you become last place. And a lot of us operate from that position of like bronze medal in the family, right? Like we're always in the third, the third place slot and maybe even further down. And I operated that way because I think naturally that's kind of like 
if you're a good parent, you try to put everybody first. So when I started my business, I was still married. And so that was a little bit easier, but as we got divorced and then the girls and I started becoming very close, cause it's just the three of us. I felt that shift in me becoming even less of myself. I was like losing myself in parenthood. Um, and it was kind of a hard thing to juxtapose against building businesses. So of course, during COVID, when everything was shut down, my barbershops were shut down and I kind of was forced to get selfish. And what I learned is we're always scared to be selfish. We're scared how it will affect our families and we're scared what the children will think and what our relationships with their children or spouse will be like. But what I want to tell people is the exact opposite of what I thought would happen happened. When I got selfish, my entire life changed for the better. My kids became happier. My life became happier. And it was all because I started putting me before everything else. And I, that's almost like, what? That's not what I think would happen, right? Yeah. I thought that too, guys. I thought that too. And it was only because my back was up against the wall that I even took this step. So I want to tell other people, don't wait until your back's up against the wall to start doing this because it was the best thing that could have happened to me. I was used to being with my kids nonstop because my barbershops, they're like a well-oiled machine. They've been open for 10 years. I don't have to go there. So that means I was at every drop-off, every pickup, every activity, every pleading, everything. And when everything shut down and I was like, oh my God, I don't have a job. I better conceptualize something else. I went into overdrive and like most business owners are, you know, when you're opening up a business takes a lot of time, a lot of effort. And so all of my energy was now focused in to this growth of this new baby that I birthed pivot and slay. And I was like, man, I'm not seeing my kids enough. I'm not doing enough with them. Right. For anyone that's built a business, you know, that's temporary, obviously, but in the moment I felt really, really guilty. But what happened was I started to really love what I was doing, even though I was spending less time with the girls, the work I was doing was so meaningful to me, like helping entrepreneurs getting through um, the COVID shutdowns, then the reopenings, and then just helping them build and scale their businesses and step into their power. I was super animated. I'm super happy and I'm getting like all kinds of excited. And my kids are watching me and being like, ha, huh, we haven't seen this version of mommy before. Like she used to just kind of do her thing and grow the business and blah, blah, blah. I was kind of like vanilla. I was just like, you know, I was even keeled and not super fiery and I had lost my passion, I guess. And they started watching me work. And even though I was working more, they started feeding off the energy that I was putting out into the world. Cause I was just like, so happy helping everyone. Um, and so our whole dynamic started to shift and I started to recognize like, oh man, I'm showing up happier. And like, look, now they're happier and we're spending less time together. Like how exactly is that working? So I started getting more intentional with them. And like the time I did spend with them, I was very present. And what I realized is it's not really the amount of time that you spend, but the amount of attention that you pay when you're with them. And so I started balancing like this new growth in my new business versus spending really present time with them. And um, I started getting in a groove again. And it was kind of cool. It was like, I felt like back to myself, like back to being an individual and not just a parent. 
of course, once you start getting comfortable, life's like, Hey, we're going to have this other life-changing thing that comes your way. So I get a phone call one day from this person I respect and he's in Texas and he runs this like big mastermind company. He's like, was high up in the company at the time. And he's like, so I was kind of thinking like, maybe you come out to Dallas and like, see what this is all about. I think you'd fit in. And I'm like, ha, 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 you're so funny. I'm a single mom and have a babysitter. I can't like fly to Dallas. He's like, by the way, the, the events in two days, I'm like, oh, I was going to fly across the country in two days. Like you're hilarious. He's like, well, listen, no pressure, but I feel, you know, like it would be a good match. So I hang up the phone and I remember like sitting on my floor. I just start packing a bit. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no babysitter lined up. I didn't tell my kids. I didn't like run it by anybody. I don't have any way to, I don't have a ticket, you know, I don't have a hotel room. I don't have a sitter for my two humans, but my bag, like I am just in autopilot packing a bag, packing a bag, packing a bag. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like how I can't not go to Texas in two days. Like, that's crazy. How's this happening? But I'm just there packing, packing and doing and doing something inside of me was like, you're meant to do this. Like get Mm -hmm. there. Why? I don't know. What's there? I don't know. Who's there? I don't know. I don't know these people. I don't know what this is about. I don't know what a mastermind is. I don't know any of this, but like I'm packing. And that was really a pivotal moment in my life because that was a super selfish thing. It was me asking my parents to take my kids who I have. I've rarely ever asked them to babysit but not just take them, but like take them overnight for several days while I go to a place I've never been with people I don't know for a thing I don't understand all on a whim two days in advance. Like that's selfish. That's like probably like the epitome of the most selfish thing I could do. Like just leave my kids for two days for some unknown reason. But I found myself doing it. And that was the beginning of me becoming the person that I am right at this exact moment. That was like, that moment led me to here. And I didn't know it at the time. And I didn't know how it would get me anywhere. But something inside of me said, just do it. Like Nike. Yeah, just do it. Well, I love that. You know, what you just said, like you didn't know it was going to happen. I think so many people get caught up in that they need to know exactly how things are going to go. Okay. So I should know what this is going to give me. I should know what this is going to feel like, what it's going to be like, how it's going to change my life so that they like, will make the move. And that's like, not always the case. You know, I feel like I had like a similar story that everyone knows about, like me flying to, um, it was Houston at the time, although the company I worked for was in Dallas and, um, I didn't know what was going to happen, but it changed my life. You know, Mike was like, you got to go. Like, these are all your signs. You got to go. And when I went there, there were more signs and there was like, I'm meant to be here. And it changed my life. Like we were talking about as, you know, uh, a wife, a mother, like a friend, a leader, how I show up on social media. Like it's changed all the energy of our family, my social media accounts, like everything. And people can feel that. And you know, we need more people to step into those things so that, you know, everybody is just vibing higher. You know what I mean? Like we're all putting out better energy. You I know? mean, I, I, I'm all about the energy. Listen, right. I'm like, me too. think about it, right? Yeah. Who was I showing up as before? I was, I was there doing the things, being the yeah. mom, being the business owner, yeah. but I was falling flat in the energy department. And so now my kids are like, 
they see me at my low vibe and they're just like, oh, okay, so this is what a vibe is like. And this is what life is like. And when you're older, you just have this vibe and it's just blah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, is this what I want for my girls? Like, do I want my girls to have a blah life or do I want my girls to have like an amazing life filled with happiness and great energy and like possibility and opportunity? Well, what am I showing them? If I sit home and just be blah, I'm showing them that that's okay. Is that the message that I want to send to two women I'm raising in the world? No, it's not what I want. I want them to see me doing big stuff with this stupid light bulb smile plastered on my face, lighting up rooms, inspiring people to be better versions of them, because then they'll see that they could do it. Like I I came from nothing and now I can inspire other people to go out and make millions of dollars. Like that is magic. And I want them to not just see the magic, but like feel it inside of them, feel that excitement. But I can't have them feel that if I'm blah. So yes. I had to go out and get selfish and find the things that lit me up so that I could bring that energy home to them. And then when I come home and I'm like, I know I was gone for two days, but I'm so excited. And this is all the stuff I learned. And look at my logo and look at my book. They're like, they don't understand it, but they're like, oh my God. Oh, oh, this is cool. Oh my God. Mommy's so happy. Right? Like, do they a hundred percent understand it? No, but they feel it. And we all know the things you feel, that's what lasts. That's what you're going to remember 10, 15, 20 years from now, the vibe of the house, the energy in the house that you bring home with you as a parent, that's what they're going to remember. So if you're not bringing home the best, most excitable energy you can, you better start getting selfish. You better start doing the things that will high vibe your house because that's what they're going to remember. Ooh, I love that high vibe your house. I think that I mean to go on like a t-shirt or something. We need to high vibe your house. I love that. <laughs> I mean, I am all about the energy and I know you have a very, very um, strict morning routine. And I talk to my listeners all the time about exercise and movement and taking that time for yourself. It's not selfish. Like my kids know, like mom's at the gym, like, Hey, I'm going down. I'm, you know, I'm working out. Um, I know you do yours probably before the kids get up. I know you have an early morning routine, but you know, it's, they know it and they know why I do it. And that is going to give them what they, you know, what I want to give them in their life. I want them to see a mother that takes care of herself. A mother that is not just walking around the house, like in an Eeyore vibe, like, okay, well, this is what we'll do. No, I want them like, "Ah, mom just had a great exercise. You know, like now we're going to go do this, this, and this. And, you know, I've got two podcasts today. I've got like this going on. And they're like, oh my gosh, like that is where it's at, you know, I could, you know, maybe just sit here. I don't want to, I get to do this kind of work. Like I get to do this stuff. And this is the stuff that, um, lights me up. Like, I really, really love to do this work or, or I wouldn't do it. You know, I just, I just love doing it. And I think it brings like that high vibe into the house. Like the kids love it. Um, I love it. I love, you know, stepping into, like you said earlier, like the possibility and the opportunity that we have every day. Like I try to tell people every single day, you have a choice, you've got a chance, you've got opportunity, you've got possibility. And I think it's just an amazing message that we can give everyone. I agree. And it is selfish. You said it's not selfish. It actually, it is selfish, but that's okay. Yeah. And that's what we need to know is like, yeah, it is selfish and good thing it is because that's how you show up better. If I don't wake up before my kids and exercise, I am not so fabulous. Like I'm cranky <laughs> and I'm like, get away from me. Stop touching me. Like, I don't feel like talking right yes. now. Right. Yeah. If I wake I up that. and I get to have my, my routine, do my routine, do my things that make me feel good. 
by the time they wake up, I'm like a ray of sunshine. I'm like, hello girls, here's your breakfast. Like Mary Poppins, like, so yeah, so I'm selfish because then that makes me selfless later. So I think that's the beautiful thing about it that people don't realize. Yeah. More people need to take time for themselves. I mean, you know, it's just, I, I love movement. I love exercise. Everyone on my podcast knows that I talk about it all the time. It's on my social media constantly. Movement is medicine. It opens your heart. It opens your mind. It gives you that time and space. Hey, Freebirds. I am so excited to announce that I have decided to do some one-on-one coaching. This is life coaching that gets you reconnected with your soul's purpose and how you were uniquely made and giving life to that purpose. You know that I always say that if everyone walked in their purpose and lived out their gifts, that it would be medicine for this earth. And I just know that from all the work that I've been doing, that this is my life's work and passion and purpose. And I am excited to work with you. If you're interested in this, you can go to the Wing It Rise Up Facebook page. There'll be a link in there to Coaching with Lindsay. Or you can click the link that's in the description of this episode and all further episodes. I'm very excited about this new program and I'm excited to work with you all. You know, I, I really, really push myself in my, in my exercise, probably part of my swimming days. It's a very challenging sport. So I'm used to just like really um, hitting everything very hard. And I'm also Italian. So I have a lot of things to, you know, get out anxiety, stress, you know, all the things, but I, you know, that, you know, they're, you know, they're used to it, but like, I, you know, I, I try to just tell everybody like how important movement is and it's not something that you need to think of it as a punishment. Like, I think it's a gift. I mean, I really, really think it's one of the biggest gifts we have in life is the ability to move our body and raise our heart rate. And it, you know, it raises my spirits. Like it really makes me like, yeah, more of a Mary Poppins kind of mom in the morning when I get upstairs versus like, like you said, like if I don't move for whatever reason, um, more, um, you know, testy a little bit like, oh, you know, cause you don't give that time to yourself. Yeah. Not just movement, but I even think like being outside, like sometimes I'll just sit outside and like do gratitude outside mm-hmm. and just like, I'll go barefoot. Now, I'm not a big grass person, but like on the beach and on my patio, like I'll be barefoot or whatever, just like connecting. Yeah. I think that's cool. And I think to your point about movement, People see a lot of exercise fitness people on social media and they're always pushing, pushing, pushing. Movement doesn't have to be that onerous. Like for some people, yes, they need that. They want that. They thrive off that. But there's movement that can do the same thing for your mind and your soul without taking your body to that crazy level. And I think more people need to talk about that because Mm -hmm. there's people in the world who would do those things if they saw more of it, but instead they see these fitness people going hard, 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 hard. And they're like, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? I don't want to do that either. And if you follow me on social media, you know, I'm, you know, very active, but I'm not doing like, I'm not climbing Mount Everest. Like I'm not running in the rain, you know, on 75 hard or anything like that, but I am moving moving in a way that's yeah. meaningful and productive to me and more people should be showcasing that. Cause then the people who are scared of exercise, it's because they think it has to be so onerous and it doesn't. Right. I actually posted about that the other day. Like I, yeah, I usually go pretty hard, but I also have days where like, 
And I just posted it this week. I was like, I felt like running. Like I felt like Forrest Gump. Like I just felt like running. And so I just went down to the treadmill in the middle of the afternoon. I just put on like, I'm um, Creedence Clearwater Revival, like music that like lifts my soul and spirit. And I purposely ran slow. I just wanted to run. I didn't want to, you know, I just wanted to feel and just like, it really just like opens me up. And I shared that. I was like, I didn't, I purposely went slow. I put on music that like lifts my soul and I just go and I move and I listen to myself. Like when something tells me, okay, that's what you, you know, that's what it pops into my brain or it pops into my heart or whatever. Um, I, I go and give life to it, you know? And I, it's the same thing as like, you were getting a tug to pack your bags. You had no idea who was watching your kids. You didn't have a flight book. You didn't have a hotel booked and you were just packing your bags. Like there's a tug. And I tell people that, you need to follow those, like that gut intuition, those things that are on your heart and mind are like not a mistake. They're not there for no reason. <laughs> I think people, are, people are very worried about external mm-hmm. stuff. And what yeah. I always say is like, just worry about what ha- what's happening inside of you. So, you know, the other day I was in Texas, I go there once a month and I decided that I haven't had a night out in a while. So not that I was like going hard drinking. I'm not a big drinker, but like, I want to stay out, like dance a little bit, have a little fun. So in the morning, cause I'm very routine in the morning, people were tagging me in their workout posts. Like, where are you at? Jessica Dennehy? I'm working out. Like, where are you? And I'm like, man, you know what guys? I'm in bed and here's a picture of it because that's what I was feeling. And it's okay. It's okay because if you're listening to yourself, this is how you know if you're in like a lazy, low vibe way or if you're just listening to your body because those are not the same. My body was like, ease up, girl. Let's go. Let's like, let's, let's just sleep. All right. So I'm like, all right, let's just sleep. Now, if that was like three days, four days, six days, two weeks, then I know like, Oh, wait a second. I'm just being lazy. Like I got in a rut. If it's one day, two days, like that's your body being like, slow the F down. And it's okay to listen to it because it knows more than you faster than you. Your body knows things faster than your brain. Your brain tries to play catch up later and make sense of it, but your body's already felt it. And that's true for decision-making in business in life. It's true for when I pack my bags and it's true for exercise. So all the things like you already have it all inside of you. You just have to start getting in tune with that. Yep. I love that so much. I talk so much about intuition and just following like, you know, just like, just, just getting in tune and listening. That's like, it's like the answer key. It's like the, it's like the booklet, you know, just like listen to it. And, you know, for me, a lot of my intuit, well, I had, I've had intuition for a while, but as a mom, I feel like I lost it a little bit. Like I kind of went through, I mean, I had Parker and then I had twins. I went from one to three kids and I was just like, okay, this is all I can do. And, you know, but after I lost my grandparents, like I had a huge, um, lost perspective shift and, um, gained a lot of clarity, um, and started to follow really my heart again and the signs and really looking at life and how I want it to, you know, how I want it to be and how I want to feel when I get to the end that I like really, really lived, not just took care of the kids. Like we just survived, you know, like I want to, and once I started to do that, everything shifted, everybody's happier. I'm following so much more. I'm in such better alignment and it feels so good. And so I just think, you know, our messaging today is just going to be encouraging people to get 
in tune with themselves and follow, you know, what lights them up movement in any way, shape or form, you know, whether it's light, heavy, whether it's laying in bed and listening to your body, because that actually, you know, that was a great, um, point there as well. Like I had to learn a lot from my husband, Mike, who would be like, Lindsay, you don't have to work out seven days a week. You can, you should be taking like some time off as well. Like your muscles need to recover and that that's okay. And we don't have to be doing that. So that was a great message point you had there. Thanks. I learned that the hard way myself. So. Right. I know it's like, you're going, going, going. And you're like, well, if I take this day off, like, is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. Like I actually do take off two days a week. Um, usually it's Thursday and Sunday just because of how things usually fall for me. But, um, sometimes I can just tell that I just need to sleep a little bit more and that's okay. So today's your day off, you know, whatever. And, um, and I had a friend who asked me something about that. She was like, well, how do you like, how do you do that? I'm like, I just gift myself something else that I could use that hour to, whether it's like an Epsom salt bath and like devotionals or, you know, you know, I think people, you know, whether they use their exercises, something that excites them or something they gift themselves in the day. I'm like, I just give myself something else in that hour that I normally would take for exercise. That's a little slower pace. It's like, I think, you know, we sometimes do need like little things that like bring us joy throughout the day. And that's going to be different for everyone. Like I tell people all the time, like I love a glass of tea. It's very comforting to me. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, and so Do you have anything like that in your day that you gift yourself besides your morning routine? Like, do you have an afternoon thing or something you do to bring you joy in your day? I do not have something, but I do something. I, and so to elaborate on that, one thing I always tell people is like, stop waiting to reward yourself on the weekend or on a Friday night. Like I create space every single day for something that I enjoy outside of my morning routine. Cause my morning routine is just a given. It happens seven days a week. I'm not saying I go hard seven days a week exercise wise. Some days I wake up and I'm like, instead of exercising, I'm going to have a cup of coffee in my hot tub. I love and that. Then, and then I'll do like a low car, like low, slow cardio later on, or I'll go walk on the boardwalk. But mm-hmm. you know, for me, like I include something I love in every single day. So some days that's me being like, eh, I have an hour till I pick up the girls. I'm going to head to the beach, walk on the, on the sand, just like get my head clear, listen to some music. Some days I'm like, I'm going to go get a massage. Some days it's about me and the kids doing something together that I find joy in or, or going out to dinner with my friends. But every single day is something every single day. Um, I believe that that is what keeps me happy. Um, because if I just go days, 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 I'm like living for the weekend. I hate that mentality. So now I've just curated time every single day, but it's a different time. It's a different thing. It's kind of what I feel in the moment on the, on the fly. It's not like a specific thing. Yep. I love that. I, I just posted something last night, like celebrate the everything or celebrate life. Like it doesn't have, you don't have to wait till the weekend, (laughs) whatever brings you joy. Like, why are we waiting? You know, I don't believe in waiting for anything. If you feel ready to do it, then do it. If you feel like you want to do this right now, like I, like I told people, I don't normally run at like three o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) I don't usually do doubles. I usually work out in the morning and then I'm like done, you know, Mike, he does doubles sometimes. And I'm just like, no, I'm good. But I was feeling it and I went and I gifted it to myself and it made me really, really happy. (laughs) So it's like, why do people deprive themselves of joy? You know, give it to yourself whenever you feel that it's calling you. 
it's because that's how we're trained, you know, we like are trained. Even, yes. even reverting back to business for a second. I remember opening up my own barbershop and everyone was like, good luck. You're going to have to be there all the time. You have a brick and mortar. You can never leave. I'm like, hold my coffee, watch this shit. I'm not going to be there all the time. Like, no, you don't have to do anything. You get to do life whatever way you choose. It's just that most of us believe all these limits that other people who haven't done anything are telling us. Like, how do you, you own a brick and mortar? How the heck do you even know that that's true then? Right? Like people just get in this rut where like, we have to suffer in order to be successful. No, you don't. Suffering is not success. Suffering is hurting your family. It's hurting your kids. It's showing your kids that happiness is not on the table. And that is not a message I'm sending to my children. My message is you can do whatever you want. Will it be hard? Yeah. Choose your hard. Being poor is hard. Being rich is hard. Being fit is hard. Being heavy is hard. You know, being, you know, being smart is hard and being not smart is hard. Like everything is hard. You get to choose the way you want to live your life. That's opportunity. So make your life what you want and stop waiting around. Just start doing it. Yeah, I feel that. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's so good too, because I feel like I've heard that from a lot of um, moms or people that are like, oh, you do this, this, and this, and this, and the kids are home. And, you know, we pulled them from school. So they homeschool. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm doing it. And I love it every single minute of the day. I am loving it. I mean, yeah, I have hard days. I mean, like, yeah, there's days I cry. Yeah, there's days I'm overwhelmed. And I know that, you know, I can control it and I need to get, you know, whatever it is you know, the laundry, the work, whatever. I have an opportunity to sit down and get organized and get myself together. And I enjoy it. You know, I, I don't want to sit around and do nothing and be miserable and just wait for joy to come around. Like I'm creating that all of the time. And I really feel like there's a lot of joy in the journey and there's a lot of joy in getting to know yourself. There's a lot of joy in, um, creating, you know, the possibility and the opportunities that are out of there, out there for us all of the time to create the life that we want. And I think that I actually did an episode on like the conditioning of our society and how we are created in those limits. And, and people want us to like, we make people uncomfortable, you know, when you're doing things that like, aren't like in the norm, like it makes people uncomfortable and they can't really understand it. And I think that's one of the great things about the networking mastermind group that, you know, we are all in is that, we all get the work that we're doing. Like everybody understands it. You know, I could talk about social media or how I can inspire people all the time, but if they don't get it, it's like talking to a wall. (laughs) They're like, what, you know, and I find a lot of joy in that. And so it's nice to sometimes surround yourself with the people that understand what you're talking about. A hundred percent. And sometimes those are not going to be the people that you think, you know, it's not the people that have been in your life Mm -hmm. the longest or the people you thought you were the closest Mm -hmm. with. And that's okay. Like everybody's in your life for a reason. Um, And, you know, some people's reason is not to make, to understand your business or to understand, you know, the way that you do life. And that's okay. Like, I think a lot of people judge when, when someone's judging you, it's important to think, is that person doing what I'm attempting to do? Because if they're not, what does their opinion really matter? Of course, that's harder if it's like your spouse or your parents or your sister or your brother, right? But like, for in general, like we worry about what all these people are thinking. But if you're happy, what's the difference with they? They don't have to live your life. They can live their life in that spectrum and that bubble and you don't have to be in that. It's okay. Um, and it's okay for them not to understand. 
Right. That's not their purpose. And your life is not to understand everything you say and do. You know, the only one that has to bring, get joy from what you say and do is you and, you know, your kids and your spouse. And that's about it. Like everybody else, if they don't get it, they don't get it. And I think we have to stop attaching our self-worth and our decision-making processes to these people that are not doing the things that we want to do. Yes. I love that. And I think it's such an important message to, for everyone to just keep going after what you want and, you know, you will find your people, you will find the ones that get you. And whenever you're having a hard day, you know exactly who to reach out to because they will understand it. They will have been there and, you know, really, really get in tune with yourself, take time for yourself, get selfish, like Jessica says, (laughs) and then watch your, the vibe of your house change the vibe in your life. And I really think if we had more higher vibing people it would be like medicine for this world. A hundred percent. High vibe house, high vibe house. I'm going to trademark that. You should. I think it's great. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to be telling that to the kids. Like when I get like done with a workout or done with like a podcast, like this is a high vibing house. They're going to be like, okay, mom. Yep, exactly. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to come on here today. And I think we really, really nailed a lot of um, important topics and inspired a lot, I hope, to go after what they want in life and get in tune and get in alignment and be selfish, take care of yourself, give yourself joy in every day and just live a beautiful life. And so why don't you just tell everybody where they can find you so they can connect? So I am on all the socials at the Jessica Dennehy. I answer my own DM. So feel free to DM me and connect with me on there. Um, if you're interested in booking me for speaking or coaching, you can find me at pivotandslay.com or again in the DMs because that's where it all goes down. So <laughs> I love find it. me, connect with I me, follow me. I would love yes. to hear from you. I love that you said you answer all your DMs because I think it's so important to connect with people and when they reach out just having those conversations and connect, connect connections are everything. And so thank you so much for coming and don't forget everyone to be free, be you and wing it, rise up. Thank you for tuning in to the wing it and rise up podcast. Make sure to share this with someone, you know, that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing and subscribing.